Coming up in this episode, Randy's contemplating building a cholo bike, or maybe a bulldog bike. We'll just have to wait and see. Plus, the ride of the week, the Ozark Moonshine Run, 109 miles. Like to know more? Stick around. Welcome to Random Thoughts from the Road on the Ozark Rides Digital Network. Conversations about motorcycles, one of the best places to ride in America, the Ozark Mountains of Missouri and Arkansas, and of course, any random thoughts that pop into our head. And now, here's your host from OzarkRides.com, Craig Allen and Randy Lewis. You know, one of the greatest times to ride in the Ozarks is in the fall. The temperatures are just right and the fall colors are hard to beat. Thing is, everyone's out riding and driving. But unfortunately, when people are rubbernecking at the beautiful scenery, it means more opportunities for accidents. They may be taking pictures of the foliage with their phones and not watching out for you. But not to worry, because Law Tigers are looking out for you. Law Tigers are nationwide motorcycle specialists. They only represent riders like you and nothing else. So after the show, check them out online at lawtigers.com. And remember, save their number, 888-863-7234. You can call them anytime, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Lawtigers.com. They're looking out for you. You know, sometimes even the best maintained bikes need a little mechanical maintenance. So if you want a first-rate service, then go by Heartland Honda in Springdale, the first Level 5 Honda powerhouse dealer in Arkansas. The red-level technicians can keep you rolling this summer. And if it's time for a new ride, well, Heartland Honda's got you covered with huge selection of Honda motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides with excellent financing options. So give them a call at 479-751-7022 or find them online at heartlandhonda.com. Heartland Honda, work hard, play hard. Welcome back to another episode of Random Thoughts from the Road. Appreciate you showing up. Why you keep coming back, I don't know, but I'm sure happy that you do. Uh, Of course, with me is Randy Lewis from Bike Works in Urbana, Missouri. Uh, He wasn't here last week because he was out doing God knows what with who knows who. But anyways, that one get out. Oh yeah, that's under the table. Okay, <laughs> so uh, we're going to talk first about our ride of the week, the Ozark Moonshine Run. It's 109 miles. It's down in Arkansas. Starts and begins out of Harrison, which is I think a neat little town. Yeah, not yeah. too big, not nope. too small. It's got everything you need and none of the stuff you don't. Just a stone's throw from the Missouri line, too. Exactly. Now this ride is absolutely one of the most scenic rides in Arkansas. And of course, parts of the popular ride is uh, Highway 7, uh, Highways 43, 21, 16, and 7. Uh, You're probably thinking that that means nothing to me. Well, of course it doesn't. Just get on Ozark Rides, Arkansas Ride Maps, and look it up. Again, it's called the Ozark Moonshine Run. Now, this ride, as I mentioned, starts and ends in Harrison. It runs through Ponca, Jasper, and Biloxi Valley. It's a historic area. Yes, it is. But it's a beautiful ride. It's really down into the um, the roots of Arkansas. I mean, yeah. it's very rural. Yeah. It's not the big mainstream, big city, anything. You go through these little little towns that are just set back in time. 
And frick, that's amazing. Plus, Off it's called the beaten the path. Yeah, it's called the moonshine run. How much better does it possibly get than that? Well, that's right, and you're a wheelhouse. Yes, ma'am. Si- <laughs> what? 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 Right. And I mean, it's called too much beer with you. It's it's called the moonshine run for a reason. Yeah, exactly. Take what we're saying there. So, yeah. So if you get a chance, go look it up on OzarkRides.com in the Arkansas ride maps. It's 109 miles. You can knock that out without even breaking a sweat. Yeah. And you'll really enjoy it. Get over there to Jasper and stop in for lunch at the Ozark Cafe. For sure. That's a, that's a kind of a bucket list place. I think so. If you're into that sort of stuff, it's a, it's a great little eatery. Yeah. Absolutely. So how was your week? Man, good. Good as always. I drive by and see that your building's going up. There's a skeleton. Yeah, there is a shell up. So maybe in this century we'll get it done. I was wondering maybe finish next week. (laughs) Bullshit. Well. Uh, A little disgruntled about that, but progress is progress nonetheless. It's something. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, a while back we talked about uh, a friend of yours that had passed away, died on a motorcycle wreck. Yeah. And yeah. you were building a, you know, what is it, 49? 49, yeah. Panhead. Yes. All original. Mostly. I mean, it, it's original OE parts from that time period. There's one or two little repop parts on it. It wasn't originally, I mean, everything to this bike wasn't originally with that bike. This guy just wanted to have a pan. But it is an original looking. Yes, yes. It's all, basically what it was, was he found a frame here, an engine there, trans here, front end there so he just accumulated the parts to build him a 49 pan and then assembled it all cool so it's pretty neat so that's going back to the family yep. but for your labor they've given you the bike that he had a wreck on yeah which was still structurally sound it was cosmetically damaged pretty bad yes, yes so that's correct you have some thoughts about that I do. and i'm excited to see about how it's going to turn out I've not been thinking about it this entire time because I didn't want to necessarily seem greedy or selfish or whatever. But basically the way that the deal kind of went down was I feel for the family. I really liked Gary. He was a, I felt like he was a good friend more so than just a customer. And as you know, anytime someone dies, you've got a lot of shit to pay for. You've got a lot of hoops to jump through. There's just so much with it. So... Instead of giving them a big old fat bill for this bike that I've been working on for the past couple of years, I decided to just eat it and somewhat to take a hit on the situation. She wanted to bring the bike to me anyway, the one he wrecked on, because she was afraid someone was going to steal it sitting on a trailer at her house for whatever reason. So I brought it, she brought it down there and I stored it. And basically we come to the agreement that I would nix the bill if she just give me that bike. It's nothing necessarily too terribly great. It's an 05 Heritage, and the Sunbuck rode it all the time. So it had like 72,000 miles on it. So it's kind of got more miles than what most people would think about building a bike out of. To me, I don't give a shit. It's no big deal. I'm going to go through the engine anyway because stock sucks. So let's, let's build a little bit of power with this thing. Here's the two to three ideas that I'm thinking about. And I'm not for sure which way I want to go because I love them all. So first idea is to do somewhat of a traditional Cholo bike. It is a heritage. That's kind of their roots, that older looking. A lot of people do this with these bikes. One, because they're cheap. The mods are cheap. And I'm a little bit too redheaded for the ethnic side of this build, but a Cholo bike. Now, what I like about them isn't necessarily all the big chrome bling, stuff like that, that traditional Cholo bikes would have. You'd have to have parts of the engine engraved. 
Exactly. Stuff like that. I love the engraving, but I'm not super huge on being very, very flashy, if, if that makes any sense. So base of the thing would be, you know, tall bars, 21 inch front wheel. I'd probably run an 18 inch rear wheel to make it look a little bit more symmetrical. Of course, full air ride. You know, who doesn't want a bike on full air ride? If you, you don't may. take a dump without having full air ride. Even your <laughs> toilet has a full air ride. I don't know what it is about it. It's just something I really like. But on this one, I think I would set it up to lay frame on air ride, but have a 21-inch wheel. Not not anything crazy big. We'll get to that. A big, long, stretched rear fender. I'll probably do it out of steel. Stretch it all out of steel myself. Build my own exhaust. Solo seat. I've got a trick little idea. It is a fuel-injected motorcycle. Well, if you look back at the old bikes, the split tank bikes, the back half of it, unless you covered it up with a little leather bib or something, you could see all the way down to the frame. Right. So I've been thinking about this part for numerous, numerous years. So from about the end of the dash bezel, which I'd probably run an old-style one, not the squared-off heritage style. I'd run one off of an old pan head or something where it's more like a teardrop, comes back to a point. I'm going to cut the center section out of the rear part of the fuel tank and shape it all in to where it's still fuel injected, but it looks like it's a set of split tanks on there. I just think that'd be something that's pretty neat. Really like the idea. A lot of guys will hang split tanks on one and convert to carbureted. I'm going to leave this one fuel injected. So that's kind of where I'm going with a tasteful paint job, probably a little bit more eccentric than what I would normally do some cool graphics or old school paint style, maybe some lace, some old rich. I wonder if you're going to break out the fabric and put some lace on it. Yeah, yeah, probably. Probably do lace and not a bunch of different schemes. So it would have lace. It would be all old earth tone style um, paint colors. When can I pick this up? (laughs) As soon as the check clears. (laughs) So never. (laughs) Yeah. So that's one idea. Then the other idea is the more modern Something like you would see out of Phoenix, Arizona or Arizona area where we run a, you run a 26 inch wheel, 18 inch rear wheel, full air ride, cut neck, all that crap with the one piece nacelle that looks kind of like what a road king nestle would look like. So it'd be a big wheel, soft tail. Those are really popular right now. If I were to ever want to sell it in the near future, that'd probably be my best bet. Now, some people are hating on the 26s and the big wheels they just think it's cartoonish i really like the way that bike looks the lines of it just the aesthetically to me it's very pleasing i like them i don't give a shit what you think i like the look of a sled yeah yeah definitely it'd be another lay frame i'd cut the neck and stretch it way up or not way up but up with that i don't necessarily know what i'd do with the fuel tank i'm thinking about building a fuel tank now, if I do a more modern look, yeah, I'll definitely build a sleeker looking fuel tank. Nothing on top. Probably push up, pop up fuel tank filler. Just run one of them. No gas gauge, no bullshit. Probably no speedometer or anything like that. Just very, very minimal. And then make that engine absolutely hit. Something that you're talking about big rolling burnouts on. Now, I'd do air ride again. It'd lay frame. I'd do exhaust onto it. I'd do a big stretch fender onto it. Again, if I go modern, it'll be more of a higher paint color, like a blues or reds or something that really catches your eye. Probably blue and black and silver. If I do it kind of an old school look, I'm thinking about like a cream color or creams and browns. 
I even really like the idea of doing an aqua color, like that old mint style that you would have saw in the sixties on, say, a Cadillac or something. Yeah. Yeah. So I really haven't figured that one out. And now here's the one that I'm very, very intrigued by for whatever reason. Here we go. Yes. It's not something that a lot of people are doing right now. And I kind of like the idea of having something just radically different. And it's not so radical. A lot of guys were doing these kind of style bikes in the late 90s. But running a 250 fat tire and a short fender on it. But I want to take the fender struts off and do a solo mounted fender to the swing arm. So the the fender would move with the rear wheel. Yes, of course, I'm going to do air ride on it. I think that's the only thing I've really decided on, that I'm going to do air ride. Well, it's, isn't it sweet that you've narrowed it down? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You've got to have a starting point. Exactly. The only thing I don't like about doing the swing arm rounded fender is the seat. Seats, for whatever reason, on, on those style bikes just look funky to me when you do that kind of Springer seat. For whatever reason, I don't know why, a lot of guys love them, but I just don't like that gap between the seat and the fender when it's aired up. For whatever reason, it just the line just obstructs for me. I don't necessarily care for it. So I haven't quite decided if that's the way I'll go or not. Even if I did do an air ride bike, I could do one that is a, is a hidden strut style rear fender where it just bolts on and the struts are kind of on the inside part of the fender. But what I'm going for with this particular style, and there's two other ways I would go with this same style, is that fat tire with a strutless fender or a strutted fender where the tire just moves up and down inside the fender. Then I get my seat profile super, super low, make it really set way down into it. If I do that, I'll probably run a set of mid controls. A lot of guys aren't necessarily into those. They want to stretch out, look like they're going to be comfortable, but for whatever reason, I want to have mid controls on that bike. Then I would probably run an open primary, but I don't necessarily think I'll go to, say, a BDL or a Rivera belt drive. They're cool. Love the way they look, might still even possibly do that, but I kind of want to run an open chain. An open chain, freaking pant shredder style, just bare bones, kind of gnarly looking. And then I would run... That'll work out nice now that bell bottoms are coming back in fashion. (laughs) Bell bottoms (laughs) will not come back in fashion for me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't got the hair for bell bottoms. So Platform shoes and polyester shirt. I could see Randy in that. Some corduroy too. You got to throw that in there. Yeah. In a, in Ron a bra- Burgundy. Yeah, brown leather vest with my button-up shirt unbuttoned. Let that hamburger meat kind of hang out. That's it. Yeah, yeah. My little round glasses like Elton John wears. Like Elton John. Elton John. All right, then. So up front, if I did that style, I really love the idea of doing a Springer. but You not, can't ever go wrong with doing a Springer. But not a traditional Springer. Uh, here we go again. I want to build a straight leg, side-mounted strut, so like the rockers would still look the same as far as that goes, but I want to do, the only way I can explain it would be like a cantilever style. So midway down the straight solid leg front, they would bolt into a normal set of triple trees, I'd put a pivot point, and then build a what I would call it would be like a, a pivot arm. So on the front side of it, it would have a stationary bar that runs from it down to the rockers on the wheel. Then on the back side of it, here's where it gets fun. I'd put a mount on the very bottom of the leg and run an air shock. Yep, run an air shock 
up to the back side of that pivot arm. So then whenever you air it up, it pushes down on the front of that arm, which lifts the bike up. So it would be an air ride. Have you ever seen this done before? No. No, I have not. I'm not saying so that it's not So we've got out it, we've there. got it here on tape. So yeah. when somebody uh, rips you off, uh, I doubt that. I'm not that popular. I'm just oh, okay. a poor guy from the middle of nowhere doing nothing. For now. For now, maybe. So it'd be kind of a cantilevered system. There'd be a lot going on on the lower part of it, but it'd be an air ride, Springer style setup, so to speak, with just normal triple tree clamps. I'm thinking modern take on medieval. Yeah, exactly. That If I did it like that, that bitch would be all blacked out. I mean, it would just be nasty and gnarly. Now for exhaust, everybody runs it out the back, right? Pretty much. I want to take the rear head exhaust, port it out to the what would be the driver's side, and run it forward in front of the primary. You're going to be sucking a lot of fumes. I don't give a shit. That's what I do daily anyway. And then take the front head and horseshoe it around where they both dump out the front, kicking out, out in front of the bike. I just think it'd be different and neat. Oh, it'd be different, all right. Yeah, yeah. So You had me up until that point. Yep. I just want to do something a little bit more unique, a little bit different. It'd be loud as shit. I'd obviously want to make the engine breathe a lot more and really hit and thump hard. So it'd be kind of my my take on a, a soft tail chopper, if you will. But I probably wouldn't run much rake or much stretch or anything. It would be a, more of a compact bike. What about the idea of running them forward down the front of the frame and split out? Right under the engine casing. Yeah, kind of like do a U-style H-pipe and yeah. kind of like look like ram horns that come down and dump out. Yeah. Possibilities are endless, right? Sure. And then the other way I would do it in somewhat of that same style would be to run the fat tire on the back, run a traditional Springer on the front, do a 21-inch wheel, more what a lot of other people are doing. So, Or possibly run a 26-inch spoke because I've got one of those just laying around. So when do you anticipate this bike being finished? Uh, I'll probably start on it slowly, stripping everything apart, wrap my mind around the something you do in your which, own house at your own yeah, garage. Yeah, which way I want to go. I still have to finish out my daughter's bike. If I don't do that, I will no, absolutely. They won't just, even find your body. Yeah, I just don't want to let my daughter down like that. So I'll finish out her old sporty before I really start putting a bunch of money into it. I've got a lot of these parts laying around from shit I've accumulated over the years or whatever. I've got a handful of fenders I can start cutting and sectioning and stretching to make it, depending on which way I go. Now, let me just a sidetrack here. Is she still interested in the bike Mm -hmm. and her little sporty? Yes, she is. She's still involved? Yes, when we have time. Right now is just a crazy freaking time for me. You know, I'm going into the shop at five o'clock in the morning, working a full day there, then going to high school football practice because we're still in football season. Then after that practice, going to my son's first and second grade football practice and doing that. So I'm I'm going in at five, getting home at like nine, ten o'clock at night. Well, nine really, and then by the time I do the stuff I need to do at my house, it's it's long days, late nights. So I don't have a shit ton of time to just sit and contemplate or work on it. You keep up like that and you're going to end up like me. (laughs) Fat and ugly. Yep. (laughs) Yep. So that's really, honestly, that sporty has been weighing on my mind like crazy lately for whatever reason. But 
after football season, I'll have a, a lot more of my nights, evenings, and a couple of my, like Sundays and Mondays are traditionally all I take off from the shop. Now, granted, I've got two days to do catch up on work at the house, do errands, things like that, run my kids places, spend a little time with them, and still work on stuff I have out of my house. Because my shop's so small right now, I take overflow from my shop and put it out of my house. Right. Then when I'm done with work, I go home and try to work some more. Sure will be nice when you have your other shop built, whenever they can get out there and do their job. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. So that's the ideas that I'm looking at. I haven't really necessarily narrowed it down which way I want to go as far as the style. But as soon as I figure out exactly what I want as far as that goes, I won't flip-flop. I won't. I'll just stop thinking about other styles of bikes and I'll just do that style and that be that. Well, half of the fun is is the thinking about. Yeah, yeah, it is. It really is. I'm such a whore that, hell, I want it. I want all of them. So I will, I'll just accumulate another bike or two here. If I, if, say if I chose to do the more compact bobber style then I'll find me another Heritage or a Deluxe and build a Cholo style out of it. So it's really not a matter of what you're going to do. It's what you're going to do first. Yes, yes. Well, it's something to contemplate. I en- I'll i enjoy seeing it when it's finished. I'll be right over to help you with it. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm going to hold my breath on that one, I'm sure. You're going to die then. <laughs> so wanted to throw out a couple of things. Again, we've got a new sponsor. Yes, Law we Tigers. Do. Appreciate them. And yeah. I really like the fact that they work closely with us and have the announcement of the this month's giveaway. Mark Franklin from Jackson, Wyoming, of all places. Holy shithole. We got a guy that threw his hat in the name through the website from England. No way. Didn't happen to come up this time, but... Man, keep listening, homie. Yeah, so, you know. Yeah, you got to shoot your shot. You'll never you'll never make it if you don't shoot it, that's for sure. Got to throw something against the wall. I was kind of, you know, that's tickled about neat. that. Yeah, I that's thought that neat. was pretty neat. And don't forget to check out the Ozark Moonshine Run at OzarkRides.com. I think you'll really like it. And naturally, if you get a chance, go to our website, randomthoughtsfromtheroad.com. Become a member of the club. Uh, We sure would appreciate that. It helps take care of things. So until the next time, be safe and keep it on two wheels.